Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. In this episode, we're going to talk about some things to do outside of Disneyland, in specific, Knott's Berry Farms. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is a special edition of the Diz Unplugged, celebrating the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table today by my good friends, Jenny Lynn Knott. Hello. The host of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, Mr. Tom Bell. Howdy. The lovely and talented Ms. Kathy Whirling. Hi, everybody. Also from the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, the Diz historian, Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And <laughs> Rhina. Hello. It's like Cher. <laughs> Just right. Just, Just Rhino. Just right. And back in the production nook, our associate producer, Craig Williams, on I- the controls. Along with our producer, Dustin West. Devastated to be here. Devastated to be here. <laughs> and that's nice to know. And of course, the very talented assistant webmaster of the Diz, Mr. Will Perry. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> He's representing Corey uh, this week. So, um, And for those who are wondering why Corey isn't here, uh, we're pre-recording all of these. Corey was here yesterday for the slate of shows that we recorded, but he needed to be in... Uh, Louisiana for a family event this weekend, so he's not able to be here for the rest of the shows, but always here in spirit. So we are going to talk about Knott's Berry Farms. Now, I personally have not been there, but several members of the team while we were in California did head over and check it out. And uh, Rhino has put together a video to show us more about Knott's Berry Farms. So let's go ahead and play that. All right, great job on that, Rhino. That's a nice, uh, nice overview of Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> Singular one. As farm. I was corrected, as soon as the mics were muted to play that video, <laughs> it's farm, not farm. There's only one. <laughs> Such a testy little thing. Um, so, like I said, I have never been there, but um, there is a, a unique connection between Knott's Berry Farm and Disney, and that is. That Knott's Berry Farm is part of the Cedar Cedar Fair mm-hmm. uh, group of theme parks, which is now run by none other than Matt We Met, correct? Who was at one time the head of Disney Cruise Line, the head of uh, Disneyland, the, the president of the Disneyland Resort, and uh, robbed of his rightful place <laughs> as the head of Walt Disney World. Instead, given the job given to the cleaning woman, Meg Crofton. So. We have a little connection here with uh, with Disney, but uh, well, and also Walter Knott and Walt Disney were friends, and so when Walt was building his park, um, he Walt Walter Knott was one of his consultants that they talked about it, and and Walt Disney and his Imagineers, although they weren't called that at the time, they did visit Knott's Berry Farm on several occasions. Walt um, Disney observed crowd patterns at Knott's Berry Farm and saw what worked, what didn't work, 
and applied what he learned from those lessons to the design of Disneyland. And Walter Knott was invited to the opening day of Disneyland and saw what was there, saw how it was received, and was very worried. And then he returned to Knott's Berry Farm that afternoon and saw Knott's Berry Farm was filled to capacity and realized it's going to be okay. Mm. Well, <laughs> And it was. They're still here. Yeah. And isn't there another story about a now famous young boy who used to go and always look at the Knott's Berry Farm log ride? And then eventually that gave him the inspiration to design Splash Mountain? Are you spouting a fact that we don't... that? I doesn't know. I've heard it before that Tony Baxter yeah, used to always go that. to Knott's Berry Farm and just watch the log ride and just pay attention to it. And because that was the first log flume ride right. in the world. Oh. And so then later on in life, he uh, he created Splash Mountain. How cool. Wow. I did not know that. Did not know that. Yeah. It's probably not true. Good one, Craig. <laughs> Craig's not reputable. Yeah. Michael's over here going, okay, Mr. Historian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know where I heard that before. This. Yeah. <laughs> it could be wrong, but it would be cool if it was right. <laughs> I think we should also mention kind of why we're talking about Knott's Berry Farm. Is Knott's Berry Farm is also in Orange County in, in Southern California, and is basically six point mi- six point eight miles from Disneyland. So if yeah, you I are, always thought it was much further. Yeah, away. so did I. It's, it's close. It, you know, fifteen minutes away. It's closer than Universal Studios. Orlando is to Walt Disney World. Wow. Right? Yeah. 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 And did, now, did you say it's that almost the, closer than Magic Kingdom is to Animal Kingdom? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> not quite though. Did you say that uh, this is uh, accessible on the Art? Yes, it is. So the uh, Art being the uh, Anaheim, Anaheim Resort transportation buses. Um, you have to be a little careful because there are three routes in the morning, and then they take a break, and then a few routes in the evening to get you back and forth. But if you can spend a day at Knott's Berry Farm, it's a great way to do it. Uh, $5 a day per person. Yeah, that's e- that's cheap, easy transportation. Right, exactly. exactly. So uh, why don't you kind of just give us a brief overview of uh, Knott's Berry Farm? Uh, well, let's talk uh, just briefly about the history. Knott's Berry Farm goes back to... 1927 when it was actually a farm really um yeah and so he had about 20 acres of of berries and one of his one of his uh botanists i guess uh rudolph boysen came up with this combination of what is it michael raspberry blackberry and loganberry i didn't didn't know know it was a mr boysen hence the boysenberry i assume why would they name a berry so close to poison (laughs) (laughs) so they had they had this farm and then come 1934 uh cordelia not walter Knott's wife opened a tea room at the farm and started serving chicken dinners very reluctantly did she really? Yeah. Okay. It was just to bring in more money. She did not want to do it. But uh, Walt, Walter but, but it was her. it was immediately popular. Uh, they had people out the door as they do now. So around 1940, Walter Knott started building the ghost town that basically is, still exists today to keep people busy while they were waiting in line for their chicken dinner. What he did is he purchased a ghost town from Prescott, Arizona, and had it <laughs> shipped over to Knott's oh, Berry Farm one way to and do rebuilt it. it. Yeah. So around 1941, they added another 100 acres, and the 120 acres is what you, what you know is Knott's Berry Farm today. Uh, and they just started expanding from there. Uh, about 
in the 80s, Walter Knott passed away, and the family made a few changes. Finally, in 97, they sold to Cedar Fair and started starting added added a few coasters. Uh, so there are a lot of coasters in the park, but finally, as as P was saying, Bat Weewet's take, taken over Cedar Fair. They've gone a little, little bit back and are starting to upgrade their family rides and add a few family things and doing some nods to their history, too. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about Nutsbury Farm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where do we want to start? Let's start with the Ghost Town, which is huge. Um, a few cool rides there the ghost rider uh wooden roller coaster classic uh what was the pony express we went on yes i loved it it was just this cute little roller coaster not too intense but fast enough to be exciting we use that as the warm-up roller coaster yes before the end i I had this one that you kneeled you know, you, sat you, on you, a pony. you rode like the you horse. Did, you yeah. rode like yeah. a horse. Yeah. That was scary looking. But they also have cool things like the the uh, guy making the horseshoes, the old time photos. I bought a horseshoe. Did you? Yeah, because I thought yes. it, was, it was like four bucks. It's a, one of the. Ho- it was an actual horseshoe that was on one of the horses. Like, right. and I was like, that's a cool, like, unique souvenir. Yeah. I mean, these are out, outside vendors coming in and selling. Their wares. But well, there was a guy. You could see him in the video. They had an actual blacksmith yeah. there working, like building. I like had a conversation with him for like fifteen or twenty minutes, um, just about his job and what he does there. And it's like he's legitimately working, and he right. loves it. So, yeah. and, and that's cool. from the early days of the ghost town. The, the blacksmith shop was from Prescott, Arizona. There's a lot of history there. There's little alcoves and little buildings where you can go in and see the school room or the museum, the Knott's Museum. Sometimes they'll have like a Knott's Scary Farm Museum and it's just really, really cool. What was that yeah. museum that we walked through that they had all the different machines? And mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's the one he talked about. Okay. It was cool because it, it had like, um, you know, it had a lot of like the, the, the old guns, the, the um, little dioramas and stuff. And then um, a guy was telling us about uh, it was like the original version of a jukebox, I guess. Yeah. It, but it was like from way before that. So it was all made out of wood. And he was just explaining how it worked. And it was just really cool. And they have one of the few that still exist. And I, I guess he was saying like it functions still a little bit nice. too. But I don't know. It, it, that was a cool experience in itself because it was just this little tucked away museum back there. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Camp Snoopy, which is, has just been renovated. They re- redid all that last year. Uh, Camp Snoopy opened in 1983 and has a lot of great, some off-the-shelf attractions for kids. What did you think about it, Jalen? I was impressed. Okay. Um, actually, overall with the park, mm-hmm. I was impressed. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Right. My theme park has always been Disney, which right. is you know hard to... You know, compete with, and, and this doesn't. I wouldn't. It's not that caliber of park, but I just. Uh, I thought that it would maybe be. It, it exceeded my expectations. Okay. I I remember walking in and thinking, you know what? If I was local, I easily would have an annual pass to this park. It has great repeatability, in my opinion, um, especially for families with kids. The Snoopy area is. Um, one of the the reasons mm-hmm. but it's just it's got a very uh quaint good family feel to it right. with decent attractions mm-hmm. now uh camp snoopy aside the rest of the park how friendly is it to younger kids 
Well, um, I would say it, it's it's friendly, but there is there's definitely variety. Whereas, you know, you go to Disney, pretty much kids can go on almost everything. Right. Um, here, there are some that kids aren't going to even want to look at. You know, like the accelerator, for example. I barely wanted to look at that. <laughs> but um, I actually, I kind of see that as a plus. You know, it there was just a wide range of. Um, demographics there there were the families with the small children and then there were you know the teens and then there were the the um the older crowds you know the thrill seekers it just seemed to um provide for quite a different um a, a range of, of demographics i guess is what i want to jump in back into camp snoopy for just a really quick second because um I had never really heard about Nosprey from like I'd heard the name before. Um, so one of the first things I immediately noticed when we walked through is um, Kathy and I got our picture with Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Like so they had a character meet and greet like right there, and um, I just thought it was really cool. And then I later saw and you can see it in the video is they had a stage show that was right. out there and they right. had the other characters there. And so I just I was very impressed for that level of detail that is going on inside of that one section of the park. Kathy, those sneakers could be seen from space. I know. <laughs> they <laughs> are. They sneakers. glow those, in the dark, too. I, I, they glow in the light. <laughs> um, and for those who are listening and watching, we just put up a picture of Kathy with Snoopy. And the picture's a little underexposed, except... And the reason it's <laughs> underexposed is because the brightness <laughs> of the pink sneakers she's wearing... They are um, the most comfortable pair of shoes I have ever owned. And I would say you're going to want comfortable shoes when you go into this park because you do do a lot of walking. You do 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 do. You can get those at Fit to Run at Downtown Disney. Yes, exactly. It um, that's the other thing that I think shocked me a little bit was the size of it. I think I was expecting it to be quite a bit smaller, but it is a sizable park that you can spend a day in. And um, I wanted to say this before. I think one of the things I that also impressed me about Knott's Berry Farm is um, it seemed to be a park that can kind of grow with you. It's something that I would be able to take my children who range from elementary school to high school. Right. And there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's something that even as my children would grow up through the years, would continue to want to go back, but for different reasons. But I would say this Knott's Berry Farm reminded me of a theme park we had in Pittsburgh, Kennywood, which is very well known. It's won awards and stuff. But Knott's Berry Farm sort of reminded me of what I thought Disney was like the first time or what it was going to be like and why would you want to come back more than one day. To me, this seems like a one-day park. It's not a park you would um, want to come back to multiple days in a row. Now, no, maybe no. that's... Yeah, I would agree with does, that. Does, does Knott's Berry Farm enjoy the same kind of local support that Disneyland does? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very popular. So it's very yeah. popular yeah. among locals. I was talking to people in uh, lines that just went back regularly all the time. And, you know, to the point they, they didn't care too much about Disney, but they were very devoted to not spending Should we stop? Right? Wanna, I was going to say, do you want to keep talking pricing? about the other yeah. lands first, too? Because you didn't finish talking well, I wanna, about the park. I, I don't think we're going to go land by land. I want to okay. talk about some of the highlights in the okay. park. We can certainly talk about pricing. Let's talk about pricing since you just brought up people that return and return. Uh $67 for a ticket at the gate. Don't ever pay that. Go online, $43. Wow. If you plan three days in advance, $40. That's a wow. really good deal okay. for this park. Do like, they ever release the kind of thing like where you go to Burger King or McDonald's and they'll give you a uh, promotion? They do promotions. Uh, they just did a, a promotion with Susan G. Komen, uh Breast Cancer Research where it was, I think it was $35. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, during the holidays, 
They do special days for military and for fire and police where they can get in for free with a guest and then buy additional tickets for, I don't know, it was like $20 or something like that for their wow. families. So there are great opportunities to get in for for a, a great rate. Annual pass for Knott's Berry Farm, $86. No. Wow, that's wow. good. And that's why it has a local's following. And they right. do um, like seasonal events too that make it worth going back for, right? Because we right, were there yeah. at an un, like just normal time, but well, I thought you were talking about Not Scary. They do Not Scary Farm. Not Scary Farm <laughs> started in 1973. They were one of the first to do a Halloween haunt type event. And how, how long does that run? I mean, do they. Is it like from like June to no, 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 November? No. You know, it's, it's very it's, limited. It's, yeah, it's just October. Yeah. But they bring in Elvira. To host a oh show. neat yeah. oh bless her heart yeah. <laughs> yeah you were saying they even redo some of the inside of some of the attractions because we went on this cool yeah. mine train ride that had I was very impressed because it's the first time I've seen like animatronics functioning outside of Disney I guess and we went into these massive caverns that just had layers and layers mm-hmm. of these animatronics at work and he was telling me that they turn it into like a witch's layer mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, like, it's, the per- it's perfect at Halloween because you yeah. know it's so cavernous yeah <laughs> and and when they convert it over it's it's very well done very eerie and creepy and because it the cavern is so large. They have all these effects just flying around and oh, floating wow. everywhere. It's amazing. I could see how that would be perfect at Halloween. I do want to say this because <laughs> that mountain specifically with all the animatronics mm-hmm. is kind of creepy mm-hmm. all on its own. Um, when you're going to Knott's Berry Farm, please don't have the expectations of what you will find at Disney, especially when it comes to the animated types of par- parts of the park. I've never seen such creepy animatronics as I've seen at Knott's Berry Farm. They're just like really scary. Um, they make the Sigourney Weaver animated uh, animatronic in the Great Movie Ride. I mean, look like a princess. Just just for reference, Calico Mine Ride opened in 1960. Yeah. And the audio animatronics for both Calico Mine Train and the Log Ride have been redone just recently by the same company that now does the audio animatronics for Disney. So they also did, hmm. wow. for Cars okay. Line, for Radiator Springs Racers, they did those audio animatronics. Oh, they've improved. Can I ask a very basic question? Sure. I, I'm not sure if we've already covered it or not. Does Knott's Berry Farm in general offer any type of fast pass or express pass yes, they do. in their park? I don't know that you'd need it. I mean, we didn't need it. We yeah. didn't need it at all. Okay, so lines are generally reasonable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some of the other highlights of the park? If, if someone's visiting Knott's Berry Farm, what do you tell them? Don't miss this. You got to talk about the chicken dinner, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was oh, good. Uh, yeah. What was it, $17? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. But you get salad and uh, and a you soup. You get drink. You get, I don't know if the drink is included, but you get chicken, mashed potatoes, corn. Is that a, a breast, dessert. a thigh, a leg, and a wing? Yeah. 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 You get a massive amount of chicken. chicken. That's oh, after they Lord. brought us out this giant loaf, uh, like mini loaves of bread. Little biscuits. And then like, yeah. you get the veggies on the side. Like You are definitely getting your what you're paying for right there. $17. Like, and, then, yeah. Yeah. and then boysenberry pie. Yeah, you get a dessert. So I got the ice cream, which was awesome. Um, and uh, Kathy, had, you get the pie, right? Yeah, or? I got pie. Yeah. Uh, one thing folks should know of visiting, they do not take reservations. You wait in line. Mm-hmm. for the. And how long a wait would be, so, you know, generally speaking? Could get longer. I mean, we we walked. We, we kind of walked right in. Yeah, but we ate at like 1045. And it was a weekday. Yeah. But on the weekends, it gets busy. Other option is they have a Sunday brunch. Which also serves the chicken dinner, oh. among other things. Which and, is kind of oh, cool. the brunches are like nothing I've seen before. 
Really? They, they, they are huge, and they have not only the chicken dinner, um, but everything from breakfast to lunch to dinner items in there. Lots of desserts. Um, don't miss getting the boysenberry drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have. yeah. I love that. There's a boysenberry theme throughout the whole park. There's the boysenberry drink, the boysenberry slushies, which I really love. Mm-hmm. The um, ice cream, the, the ice cream, frozen yogurt. Cream, the, the pie. Didn't we have to go outside the Correct. park? Mrs. Knott's restaurant is outside the park, so you could you could go there without even going into the park. Yeah. Okay. And the locals do that, which is one of the reasons there's such a long wait at Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner. So I want to say just real quick about my impression of this park was um, going there. People come here a lot, and I, I've had friends or whoever, and they they always say like Disney doesn't have enough thrill rides or Universal is like the alternative to Disney here. They always said for that reason, Islands of Adventure has a lot of roller coasters and. This to me is the alternative for like it's so close to Disney. It was so easy to get to, and it's not that expensive. That if you're somebody who's, you know, you're trying to bring somebody to Disneyland who you're worried that there's not enough thrill rides for them, offer them a day at this park. Just it's, and, it's just mm-hmm. right there. And it's put so them on the accelerator with yeah. Jenny Lynn. <laughs> yeah. I well, did. I did it. What else? What else in terms of highlights? You have the restaurant. Right. Well, and the classic rides we talked about, the Timber Mountain, Timber Mountain Log Ride, you don't want to miss, the Calico Mine Ride, as dated as they are, they're classics. Right. They're the classics. Tr- the train ride. The, yeah, the and the train ride. Yeah. Did, who, did you talk? I, guys get, I went yep. with uh, Kathy, and, and we got uh, we got uh, held up. Did you get yeah. held up on the train? <laughs> yeah. That sometimes happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the time this show goes up, there's going to be a new attraction yeah, We need to talk opening. about that. Voyage to the Iron Reef opens May... Sounds like has, something from Game of, Game of yeah. Thrones. No, but it's it's a... Steampunk, you said? Steampunk, or? thank you. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Interactive ride. Think Toy Story Mania. Um, this takes place in the boardwalk. And for those who have been to Knott's before a long time ago, this is where uh, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? Oh, which used to be Knott's Berry Tales. Knott's Berry Tales well, which was... Which made by Rolly Crump. Yes, exactly. Hmm. So that's, that's open now at Knott's Berry Farm. So get over there. So and this is this is really you know what we've been referring to on the show as a day six. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for those this not, would fill up a day six. This yeah. would fill up a day oh, six. Oh yeah. Uh, for those not familiar with that reference on Tom's show, uh, they do a, a recurring segment called Day Six. What to do after you know recommended like five days right. for Disneyland to really really kind of get it get it all. But most people like to vacation a little longer than five days. So for day six, what would what could you do? And uh, they've done Mary Jo's done many many yes. segments yeah. about the beaches and about all these different activities around Southern California. So that's why we refer to this as a day six park. Once you've done Disneyland, I, I don't think you'd recommend skipping Disneyland no. to no. do Knott's Berry no. Farm. No. But once you've once you've gotten your fill right. of Disneyland California Adventure. And maybe you want to just venture out to try something else. Mm-hmm. Knott's Berry Farm, only 15 minutes away, as Tom yeah. said. Certainly the price of a ticket is not prohibitive by no. any me- measure. And even if you don't want to rent a car and go there, uh, the ART, the Anaheim Resort Transportation System, uh, will take you down there. $5 for the day per person, um, which is incredible. So really good option yeah. for a day six, something to add on to your Disneyland experience. So that is our overview of Knott's Berry Farm, and we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and remember, go to Disneyland now. Disneyland.